Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Homework Help Show Student Influencers Podcast. My name is Leslie and I'm your host as we talk to today's guest, Sarah. Sarah is a psychology major who loves helping people. She was born in the United States, but spent much of her life growing up in Sicily, Italy. She currently lives in North Andover, Massachusetts and attends Boston University. Sarah talks about the cultural contrast between school in Italy and in the United States and her culturally diverse life. She shares her insights about adjusting to change, learning life lessons in university, growing up and learning from your mistakes, and much more. Join me as I chat with Sarah on episode 13 of the Homework Help Show Student Influencers podcast. Welcome to the Homework Help Show Student Influencers podcast. I'm your host, Leslie, and today I'm here with Sarah. So thank you, Sarah, for being here with us. Thank you for having me. First, we usually start out with some get-to-know-you kind of questions. So uh, we can start with where are you currently located? So I live in North Andover, Massachusetts, USA. Perfect. And where were you born? I was born in Boston, Massachusetts, but I've lived 20 years in Italy. So In Italy? Yeah, in Sicily. Wow, that must have been interesting. Very. <laughs> Do you have family from there? Or? Yeah, my mom's from Sicily and my dad's from Texas. So I am first generation American and Italian. Wow, that's an interesting combination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so right now, what college or university do you go to? So right now I go to Boston University. I'm a rising senior. Nice. And what do you study there? Psychology. And I'm getting a minor in classical civilization. Oh, that's awesome. That must be super interesting too. Oh yeah, it's my biggest passion. Love it. Has it been like a lifelong passion for you or? Yes, pretty much. (laughs) I've always loved psychology and my biggest aspiration is to become a clinical psychologist for children and adolescents. So yeah, I definitely love what I do. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, so that's a really great introduction. So um, in your experience, how would you say that being in university is different from high school? Well, okay. So in my experience, also, I have a comparison with Italian schooling and right. American schooling. So definitely, I'm going to say that high school overall is different from college with the way they treat you. I feel like in college, they treat you a lot more like an adult. And it could be a good thing. And it could also be a bad thing because they give you a lot of freedom. So it's very self-paced in university and you kind of have to have discipline. You got to be responsible enough to know when to work, when, you know, to have fun, definitely have fun. Like I feel like mental health is just as important as physical health. So yes, it's important to take care of one's body, of one's mental health, to have fun, you know, but obviously it's a lot of work because you're responsible for yourself and your academic success. So definitely I feel like that's the biggest difference. Whereas in high school, I feel like, you know, they, They've always, they always treat you a bit like a child, not like an adult, where they tell you what to do. It's not self-paced. Um, so in my experience, I definitely prefer university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like the common thing is that a lot of people find that university kind of just throws you into this new world where you're accountable for everything for yourself, Absolutely. where in high school, they don't, you're not really, you don't have that full autonomy where you're completely accountable for everything absolutely yes exactly it's probably pretty hard to prepare for that too if 
if you're not expecting it. <laughs> exactly. It takes some getting used to, for sure. Do you find that, how did you, do you find that, um, I'm trying to word how I was going to say it, but do you um, find that there's a big contrast between going to school in Italy and going to the school? In the, like, how did you adjust to that transition? Yeah, definitely. Especially when it comes to assignments and exams, because in Italy, all the exams in school are oral. So mm -hmm. you basically study what you study and then you have to orally, you know, explain what you studied where the professors will call you up to the, you know, to the front desk and, Basically, basically, they will say, okay, what did you learn? And you have to <laughs> orally relate everything. And it's very stressful, but it really does help you, you know, forms you as a student, as a hardworking one too, because um, you really do have to know your material if you need, if you, you know, have to explain it orally. Whereas in the United States, you know, it's a lot of assignments are papers or everything's written or there are multiple choice tests. So definitely I did have to adjust. Um, yeah, at first, the first few papers were like, okay, what do I do? I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. Like, okay, I, I did have to write a few things in Italy, but obviously it was in Italian. Right. And although I'm mother tongue and my primary language is English, it's still a major adjustment because it was, I was used to studying in a language and then I had to shift my study language into English. And right. I was okay after like the first month of college, but it was still, yeah, I remember it was a struggle at first. Yeah, that must have, that sounds like it probably took a lot of adjustment. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of help from my dad. <laughs> yeah. Those oral, oral exams sound pretty intimidating. Mm, they are. It's like every student's, biggest fear in Italy. <laughs> Everyone's praying they, go, they don't get called because they randomly call your name when it's your time to be interrogated. That's what they call it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, schooling in Italy is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, but at least it helped me. You know, I was already, when I went to college, I was already pretty disciplined <laughs> in that regard. Yeah, and you probably learned uh, a lot more confidence for like speaking in front of a class. Too. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Plus I'm a little shy. Uh, a little of a mix between an introvert and extrovert, but I have to say that the interrogations were intense um, every time. But yeah, no, it definitely did help because I had to give a few presentations like PowerPoint presentations here in the States. Um, and yeah, it's not the same thing, but it's a lot more fun. I have to be honest. Really? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was more used to talking in front of people. That's for sure. Yeah. That can't be a bad thing. No, definitely. I mean, that's a skill you're probably going to use forever. So oh, <laughs> at yeah. least it taught you that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm happy I went through that. <laughs> yeah, definitely a learning experience. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, what is your, what are your favorite memories so far in university? Okay. So I graduated from a community college, so I'm going to pick out one from that community college and then one from Boston University. Awesome. Um, so I'm a psych major and I love psychology. So my favorite experience at Northern Essex Community College was the workshop I conducted for people with intellectual disabilities. It was an enriching experience. I loved every second of it. We basically, as a group, uh, it was me and two other classmates, we had to set up a PowerPoint presentation where we would have to teach a skill to these people, to our clients. And then we had to like, host a hour long workshop. Um, it was a lot of fun. We made our presentation based on uh, learning through art and expressing yourself through art. And then we had an hour long 
um, workshop where we had them create like portraits of themselves, the way they saw themselves. And it was an amazing experience. I mean, it was so enriching and I absolutely loved it. And then at Boston University, oh my God, I love BU. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, because I transferred last semester and it was my only semester at BU before coronavirus. So right, right. yeah, it was pretty sad, but um, I think my favorite memory so far is joining a sorority, Tri-Delta. So yeah, I, I love that. But I, I love every day of BU. I'm just in love with my school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been, it's where our companies in Canada. So mm -hmm. we don't really have the whole um, sorority and fraternity. Really? Well, we do, but it's not the same as it is in the States. It's not right. as big of a thing in the States. So it's always interesting to hear those perspectives too, because um, obviously we talk about, we talk to a lot of um, U.S. students. So it's kind of interesting on our end because when I was in university, I, we didn't have um, sororities. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that must have been quite a different um, experience, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think I would ever join a sorority, but I am so glad I did. It's not a thing in Italy. They don't even exist in Italy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, my best friend's in college in Italy, and she <laughs> she knows what it is because of movies, but right. it's all American yeah. movies. So yeah, it's not a thing in Italy for some reason, but it'll catch mm -hmm. on at some point. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be the biggest in the U.S. I mean, yeah, that's what, it's I in, think so. It's in so many different movies. <laughs> I'm sure that's not an actual, I'm sure they exaggerate a lot about the experience. Some of them, others, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe your experience was better with that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it yeah. also taught you a lot of lessons too and gave you a lot of those community connections. Absolutely. There's a lot of philanthropy involved in sororities and I'm mm -hmm. so, I love it. I mean, it's, it's perfect. It really gives you a chance to grow as a person as well as a student. So that seems really like it, it fits in really well with your psychology uh, major and your obviously you really want to help people. Absolutely. And yes, connect with people. So that really seems like it really fits in there. Oh, yes. I love it. That's awesome. Um, on the contrast, what are any <laughs> struggles or challenges that you've faced so far in university? I'm, I'm sure that the between going from Italy to the US is probably a big enough struggle. But um, are there any struggles you want to expand on? Yeah, I think overall, I'm gonna say as a student, one of the struggles, especially as a freshman that you will encounter is definitely adjusting to university workload. It's definitely not going to be the same as high school. And there's a lot more expectation um, put on you. And I think that's one of the major struggles that any student will face when they enter college. It's definitely worth it in the end, but it takes a lot of adjusting in so many regards. Like even grading is more harsh and um, the amount of work, the intensity, the workload itself, and then managing, you know, life with social life, with health, with, you know, sleep and, right. you know, your academic life as well. So yeah, definitely because of the expectations and the amount of stress that you're going to face, it's obviously a struggle, but in the end it's so much worth it because they don't, college just doesn't teach you about your major. You know, it, right. it teaches you so much more. It teaches you to grow as a person, as a student, as an adult. And I'm, you know, extremely grateful for all the struggles that college has put me through so far because it's really helped me grow. I do feel like, Oh, own. 
Absolutely. Because <laughs> you do only grow through adversity. I mean, right. the more challenges you face, the more you're growing. And it's important to remember that. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people tend to forget things like that too, because university is a lot of people kind of think it's either you're on swarming under a pile of work or all you're doing is partying and they don't, a lot of people yeah. don't really, they kind of generalize it and they don't really consider all of the other ex important experiences like becoming an adult and learning how to do things for yourself and do a lot of those things that you never really did at home. Absolutely. Like for yes. some people doing laundry or even or like <laughs> those adult things that yeah. kind of, you, you kind of get forced to learn. Yeah, I wish they had like an adult one-on-one course when you go in. Like, how do I do laundry? Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that. Like, they need to teach some kind of prep course and it just get like a life, oh, yeah. life skills course. <laughs> but no one's, no one's started that yet. <laughs> yeah, they should though. <laughs> they, they really should. It would be so <laughs> useful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so you would say that going to university or college is beneficial? Absolutely. I would definitely recommend it. Well, it's, obviously it depends on what you want to do in life. Like not every aspiration involves college, but for those who do want to do something that involves going to college first, then yes. Oh my gosh. Um, it's so worth it in the end. And even while you're in it, it's definitely uh, an enriching experience and it's a lot of fun. I mean, all you have to do is adjust at first. It's going to be hard at first. You're going to think, okay, why did I put myself through this? Why did I join? But then, you know, when the crazy effect is over, it definitely leaves you with some, something great, you know, something that will, you will keep for the rest of your life. Cause you won't only have a university degree. You will have so much more as a person, as an individual, as, especially as an adult, like, like we said before. It's, oh my gosh. All those new adult life skills. <laughs> yes, for sure. And even resiliency, because every time, you know, college puts you through three papers due in three days or, you know, an exam on a 500 page book or whatever, you know, you're growing and you, yes, you, you get stressed. I'm not going to deny that. But then once the stress is over, you're going to feel much more resilient and stronger and ready to tackle the next, you know, challenge. Right. Yeah. And that self-discipline too is really, mm -hmm. really important. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. When you know when it's time for, you know, work, when it's time for school, when it's time for, you know, your social life, it's important to mm -hmm. have a balance. You know, it's important to you know, be a student, but be a person at the same time, like be a friend, mm -hmm. be a girlfriend, a boyfriend, you know, be a daughter, a sister, be, you know, who you are. And you need to learn to incorporate all of your different aspects into your life. Right. Yeah, that is important. Um, so how many hours would you say I know right now is kind of um, a bit of a unique situation with the COVID-19 pandemic going mm -hmm. on in a lot of online classes, but on a re in a regular week, um, how many hours do you think that you spend studying? Well, okay. So um, I would say something like 13, maybe overall, like it always depends on, you know, the week mm -hmm. on the workload. You know, there's some weeks where luckily I, I can rest or I can, you know, study less and do more of what I want to do. But there are weeks where, especially during midterm season and final season, or just like when the workload's heavier than usual, that's when I study, you know, intensely and mm -hmm. probably five to six hours a day, five days a week. 
something like that. <laughs> depends. It depends. Yeah. Right. Um, do you work part-time when you're at school? I worked part-time when I was at my community college, but then when I transferred to BU, um, I stopped working because I wanted to adjust to the workload. And then I never really got to work because <laughs> when the semester ended uh, and then the spring semester mm-hmm. started, that's when COVID-19 was right. to mess things up. And I wanted to really get an internship rather than a work part-time job per se, but you know, that kind of failed because <laughs> of COVID, but right. I'm, I'm going to try to do something this summer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe there'll be another chance when everything yeah. goes down, <laughs> For sure. but an internship would probably be super helpful, yeah. especially in your field. Absolutely. Because um, I was going to say, if you do, um, do you have any like specific study techniques or anything that you, like you have like a study routine you usually go to where to help you balance the rest of your life? Like well, okay. Yeah. When I worked, when I went to my community college, um, definitely the goal is to not procrastinate. Uh, I, you can sort of afford to procrastinate when you don't have other responsibilities. But when you do have a job, I feel like that in itself teaches you some responsibility because you have to get there on time. You have to make sure your classes don't interfere with their work and vice versa. But it's definitely organization is key and discipline is key. Um, there were times when I was able to finish before going to work, um, but there were times where I wasn't able to do that either because the workload was, you know, increasing because we were getting closer to midterm or final season or simply because, you know, the, there were certain days I remember where the, the hours were so close together between my last class and my job. So yeah, definitely don't allow yourself to procrastinate. That's number one advice I would give you. <laughs> I would give any student trying to work and manage, you know, in a successful academic career. Right. Yeah, that seems like it's an important thing. And I, it seems like a skill that a lot of people um, still have trouble mastering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I mean, right now is a little different because people are doing classes from home. So it's, it's really, some people just can't focus when they work at home yeah I'm one of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so hard to adjust to be honest um Boston University does give a few online classes but it definitely not you know (laughs) full-time online classes Mm -hmm. it was so hard to focus you know being in my home environment with my family and oh my goodness yeah it took some some adjustment but you know in the end the semester ended a few days ago so oh yeah that's nice yeah (laughs) Definitely. Now you get a break, except oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not, I mean, it's not much of a break when you're, <laughs> when we're, we're in the circumstances we're in, but. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's different, but <laughs> at least I can binge watch Netflix without pressure. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's important. That's a good way to take a break. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And at least you didn't have, I know um, a lot of students ended up with this full online course load and kind of just unexpectedly. Mm-hmm didn't know what to do with it so yeah at least you didn't have to at least you didn't have like the full span of all of that to try and get used to that absolutely and I'm hoping we get to go back in the fall (laughs) yeah well I guess we'll have to take it day by day and find that out exactly um on a lighter note um (laughs) if you could go back to your 15 year old self or your high school self what would you say to yourself or what advice would you give yourself 
Okay, so I would definitely say chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let stress get the best of you. There's a lot coming, a lot of change, um, a lot of responsibilities, but you'll pull through. Just, you know, be strong and don't worry so much about it because there's more, you know, fear in what's going to come than when you actually go through the experience itself. So definitely take it day by day and relax. It's, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Nothing you can't handle. Nice. Um, I, I mean, I think that's actually good advice to tell people now, not even, the, <laughs> not even like 15 year olds to like current students now, because I'm sure people are experiencing issues with that right now. For sure. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there's a lot of stress out there. Right exactly. Now. We need to we need to cope with it and make sure that if things, you know, change even a little for the fall, if we're still not able to get back to normal, that we know that it's going to pass at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, a few years from now, we're going to be looking back and we, we're going to be like, wow, you know, this happened. But thank God it's over now. You know, we're stronger as, you know, as people and as, you know. We'll, we'll pull through no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're all going to look back and Hey, remember 2010? That was a weird year. <laughs> um, so I know we kind of talked about this a little too, and that um, the pandemic kind of puts a lot of plans on hold. Uh, but what are your current short-term and long-term goals? I know you said that your long-term goals were to be working in clinical psychology. Yes. And you mentioned looking for an internship. Mm-hmm. What do those goals kind of look like? I know with COVID. <laughs> well, time, yeah. I mean, if there is any way for me to provide some kind of service to people who need it, especially after the pandemic, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of mental health awareness and right. a lot of stress and chronic stress is what's really <laughs> detrimental for people. Um, so if there's any way I can provide assistance, whether it's an internship or volunteering, then that's definitely a short term goal for me for this summer. If we're able to, you know, move around and go out and mm-hmm. uh, even online, I mean, I'd be willing to, you know, give a hand even online. I'm already volunteering at a hospice and obviously I haven't seen my patients in so long. Right. They are the most vulnerable, you know, population. So Definitely something similar to that is short term. And then long term, yes, I also want to start applying for um, grad schools to get my master's and then hopefully a PSYD. Um, Yes, that's definitely, I think, incorporates both short term and long term goals that I have. That's awesome. I think that um, that's the whole, when you were saying about how um, there's going to be a big need for that when um, once the pandemic is over and everyone's kind of going back to dealing with the aftermath of being in quarantine or going back to their regular lives. I think that's actually, I think that's something a lot of people haven't really thought about is the mental, um, the need for mental health services that we're going to have. Right. So I think that's important. Um, I mean, I think that's a good opportunity for you because obviously you like helping people. I got that. I got that (laughs) right away. Uh, but I think that's a good opportunity for you and other people like that who just want to help people. And there's going to be so many people you can help right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the best I can. You know, <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> you don't have to help everybody. 
<laughs> just the, even a, a couple is, you know, yeah. <laughs> good enough if I'm able to, you know, make a difference somehow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, a, I mean, that's still a good goal. Even, even if it's really ambitious, it's still yeah. I mean, a really positive goal to have. Is Thank you. Just wanting to help people. Yeah, that's what get me got me started in psychology too. It stemmed from that, and then it evolved into this big passion for you know the field itself, which is the most interesting thing I've ever <laughs> learned about in my life. So I think that's great. Thank you. Um, if you had to summarize your life story, what <laughs> would you say? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so I would definitely say I have a rich background, cultural background. Um, I would say that I was an American brought up in Italy. Uh, I've always been closer to my American side than my Italian side, but uh, hands down, I adore Italy. It's a great place to visit, definitely recommend. <laughs> but yeah, I've been a traveler since I was four months old. That's when I moved to Italy with my family. Um, then moving back, that's when you know I had an opportunity to discover and you know really get to know my American side. Um, even if I was raised as an American with, you know, all American traditions, we had Thanksgiving in Italy. I mean, people were looking at us weird, but that's fine. <laughs> I guess that's not really a thing there. No, <laughs> it doesn't exist. And we would, you know, do something fun for the 4th of July if we didn't spend it in the States, you know. Um, right. yeah, people would actually love coming to our American themed parties. So <laughs> yeah, definitely my if I had to summarize my whole life in a word, it would definitely be rich, <laughs> rich in, you know, diversity, cultural background and experiences even. Um, yeah, definitely. I've had <laughs> very different experiences. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it. <laughs> uh, definitely. That is definitely very culturally rich. It's eye opening really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you go back to Italy a lot now? I mean, not like right now, cause <laughs> travel, but, but like normally, <laughs> Yeah, usually whenever, yeah, during holidays, maybe Christmas, you know, every other year, definitely, yes, we, we go as, you know, much as we can because we do have family there and friends, um, but we would also like for them to start coming here. <laughs> we can't always go there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they want to see this side of the world, too. Absolutely. Italians adore America, and America adores Italy, so <laughs> it's, a perfect so it's pretty mutual. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's a good combo for that reason, too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah, just that's so interesting. Um, but uh, so on a kind of ending note, um, do you have like a favorite motivational quote that you want to share? I do. I actually have two. Perfect. Um, so one is by Oscar Wilde, and it's what seems to us as bitter trials are often blessings in disguise. I feel like that is a motivational quote that's really helped me persevere and get through lots of the challenges I've faced in my life. And similar to the other one, too. The other one is everything you want lies just outside your comfort zone by Robert G. Allen. And I feel like that's the key to success because I think that personally nothing really good ever happens when you're in your comfort zone. When you're uncomfortable, you know, that's when the good things happen. When you allow yourself to step out of it, step out of your boundaries and your walls, you know, um, and you put yourself out there, that's when the good things happen. And I feel like a lot of students should remember this when they, you know, 
a lot of colleges give you lots of opportunities to grow, you know, to discover new things. They give you like academic, scholastic, uh, career opportunities. And I feel like students sometimes are too shy or too scared to step out of their comfort zone. And I feel like that's the number one advice I would give to uh, students who are looking to join, you know, to actually go to college. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really um, super inspiring and something that, you know, it's true. I mean, you can't, if you're not pushing yourself, then you're just going to stay in the same space or the same spot over and over again. You're not really going to grow and you're not really going to develop those new experiences. And I mean, same like how we were talking about those new experiences of becoming an adult for the first time when you go Mm -hmm. to university, that's not that's going out of your comfort zone and that's really embracing a whole new perspective on life. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what really helped me with all, you know, the small success I've had so far in 23 years of life, but (laughs) I'm sure there will be many more. Thank you. (laughs) Getting once we get over the pandemic, then there will be a lot more. Right now we can't physically step out of our comfort zone. Right. But we can, we can do it mentally. Absolutely. And learn new skills or whatever, however people are passing the time. Right yes. Now. And seize every opportunity that, you know, college or other people give us. It's definitely really important. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so I'm glad you shared that. Thank um, you. <laughs> so just to wrap things up, we are, we usually end with a, a more fun question and that is what is your favorite social media platform and why? <laughs> Okay, so if you had asked me a few years ago, I would have said Facebook, but now <laughs> I've noticed a lot of my friends don't use it anymore. So, yep. um, so I'm going to have to say Instagram, uh, just because it's, it's fun because you see pictures, you see what you know, your friends are doing, and they're, even in the Explore page, I love going there because the algorithms and everything know exactly what like, type of videos I like. So I sometimes, you know, if I go to bed at three, that's probably what I'm doing. <laughs> Just scrolling through and it's just entertainment, I guess. Yeah. Helps relieve stress when you're overthinking, you know, just release. (laughs) Right. Um, Do you want to share your Instagram handle now and then um, our followers can follow you? Sure. So it's uh, Sarah Donahue, just plain. Um, (laughs) uh, S-A-R-A-H-D-O-N-O-H-O-O. We'll put that in this. Plain and simple. (laughs) My first and last name. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to find. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we'll throw that in the description there, and then people can follow you too. Great. (laughs) Keep up with your adventures um, (laughs) post-quarantine. Yeah, we're not going to see a lot of activity right now, but definitely when we're able to go out. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Do you have any last words you want to share before we uh, say goodbye? Um, well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me. Um, I love Homework Help Global. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for students who want to um, improve their writing skills or even have that confidence of somebody, you know, proofreading something they write. Sometimes it's all a matter of, you know, confidence saying, yeah, your work is good, you know, <laughs> give some advice. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for students and I definitely recommend it. Um, other, apart from that, just a, a reminder for students to keep persevering and a reminder of myself as well. <laughs> uh, things will always get better and no matter how many times you fall, get up that extra time. That's the key to success. Awesome. Thanks so much for those awesome, those really kind words about us. We uh, <laughs> really appreciate it. All heartfelt. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, thank you for joining with us today. It was so nice to talk to you. Thank you. Likewise. And we'll uh, keep up with you in the future and see where you're at. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you for joining us. <laughs> Bye. Bye.